Hello folks, how are you getting on? Matthew Thompson here with Quiver and we are on section four of our mini-series on Teach Us How to P-R-A-Y. It's all about prayer, it's all about how to simplify your prayer life and how to actually get the most out of it. So many times prayer can seem so complicated but this is an opportunity for us to kind of demystify the process and also teach you a framework that should help you establish a daily habit that I think is really worthwhile. So we've got a couple of great readings for you guys today and I'm reading from the NLT like I always do and we're going to jump straight into it. Okay, so two readings for you today. The first one is in John chapter 5 and it's verses 16 to 20 and then little cheeky verse 30 slid in on the end. So so the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, My father is always working, and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him, for he not only broke the Sabbath, he called God his father, thereby making himself equal with God. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does also. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. In fact, the father will show him how to do even greater works than healing this man. Then you will be truly astonished. This is verse 30. I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own. Also going to read James chapter 2, verses 14 to 20. And that really simply says, What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, Goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now, someone may argue, well, some people have faith and others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have any good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there's one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? So the key verse I want to draw out from John chapter 5 is really simply this. I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. And from James, really simply, it's that whole idea If you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions, can that type of faith save anyone? So here's some big questions for us. How do I live like Jesus? How can I follow God's will for my life? The responses are usually complicated, but the answer is very simple. Ask God what to do and then do it. We look at the life of Jesus in awe and admiration. 
We say, why did all of his prayers seem to get answered? Why was his ministry flooded with miraculous? What was his secret? Well, that passage we just read in John 5, I actually think that he lays it out pretty clearly for the world to see. He says he only does what he sees the Father doing. He asks God what to do, and then he does it. If you remember back to our first ever episode, we talked all about Elijah's obedience, how it seemed that he would only ever do what God told him to, how there seemed to be a childlike simplicity to how Elijah lived his life. Yet none of us would ever question whether or not his life was one of significance or one that made a difference. Now in James, like we just read, James chapter 1 verse 22 has an absolute golden nugget. It says, but don't listen to God's word. Sorry, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. Another translation says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Another one says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. No matter what way you spin it, the sentiment remains the same. Ask God what to do and then do it. Anything other than this is routine religion. Anything apart from this is ritual. Because faith without deeds is dead. Because relationship with God without action is just for show. Because we are called to build the kingdom of heaven and not just talk about it. So a friend of mine, he once shared a sentiment with me (laughs) that I've never forgotten. It's kind of a funny one, but you got to take it with a pinch of salt. But I really think that there's something quite powerful in it. So he said, sometimes faith that moves the mountains looks like walking towards the hill with a pickaxe in your hand. Others have said, pray the prayer, then be the prayer. We make things complicated because it provides us with an excuse to do nothing. We stand still instead of making a move and we wait for the writing on the wall to appear or lightning to strike when all we have to do is ask God what to do and then do it. This is why the action part of prayer is so important. This is why we take opportunity every single day, like I often joke, to sync our calendars up to the cloud to figure out, God, what is it that you would actually want me to do today? I have lots of things planned, but what about you? How can I be obedient to you today? How can I do things that is going to bring glory to your name, that's going to impact people's lives, and that's ultimately going to change the world? If we don't create an opportunity to ask, how can we ever live out those things in our lives. Now, it may take time. We may not get it right every single time. We may need to go on this massive journey to discover how we can even hear from God in the first place. But action is essential because without it, our faith is dead. Without it, the kingdom of heaven will remain a blueprint in our minds and in our lives. We'll be surrounded by seeds instead of forests, rubble instead of cities, And churches who talk the talk instead of going out and actually walking the walk and making the difference. Thanks very much for listening. We're going to move into a time of guided prayer now. And I just encourage you guys, encourage all of us, myself included, just to open ourselves up and say, Lord, what is it that you would have me do today? Oh, Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for this Devo. Thank you so much for this opportunity we have just to literally check in with you and see what you would have for us today.
I pray for action in our lives. I pray that these times of devotion will lead to action. I pray they will lead to amazing things happening because we don't just stand still. We don't just pay lip service to you, but that we actually go out and do something about it. So Lord, I just pray for this podcast. I pray that it does promote people to action. Lord, I pray that you help me to continue to be faithful with it and continue to shape it in a way that honors you and a way that touches and impacts people's lives. So I just pray for every single person listening. Jesus, be with them today. Give them courage to make the steps they need to make. And I just thank you so much for them and for them taking the time to listen. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Sorry about the bad quality, uh, audio quality today. I'm on the go, so I'm recording from a wee portable mic instead of my usual setup. And I'm really excited to touch base with you on Monday. Today's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we are going to be talking all about the last step of P-R-A-Y. We're going to be talking about yearn. What does it mean to yearn? What does it mean to hunger and thirst after God? And what does it look like whenever he actually meets that hunger? All right. Have a great weekend. Be blessed. Have a fantastic time. And I can't wait to touch base with you next week. I've been having a good hard think about the future of the podcast. And I think I've come to terms with some ideas and a good bit of direction about where we're going to go all right thank you very much see you later how much silence do you think you get in your day-to-day life i'm not talking about that daydreaming in the office or when you're stuck in traffic and your mind kind of wanders i'm talking about really intentional time of reflection, time of devotion, time of expressing gratitude, and time of really just sorting out your life, seeing if you're on track, taking stock of where you are and where you're heading. Well, you're about to get seven minutes of silence here. I know that can seem quite daunting, but it's one of the most beneficial things that we can do, especially in our modern busy life, is just to take some time out and reflect. So really simply, there's going to be four parts of this silence the first one is praise then we've got requests actions and yearn and i'm just going to come in kind of every couple of minutes just to prompt us make sure we're not kind of drifting off into wonderland and keep us on track so let's really lean into this today it's made such a massive impact in my life these kind of seven minutes in heaven for lack of a better term and i really hope that you make the use of it so seven minutes on the clock And off we go. The first section is called praise and it's all about what is it that we're grateful for. It could be big things, it could be small things. Here's an opportunity. I encourage you just to speak them out, to write them down, or just to think really deeply about the things that you are so thankful for in your life because this leads to such contentment and a real richness in life that you just can't beat.
second section is called requests and this is basically an opportunity to as an old song puts it cast all of your cares before the lord what does that mean it means to ask god for the things in our lives that we need could be something for us personally could be for a friend or a family member colleague could be for business could be for our church could be anything so whatever it is that is on your mind right now whatever it is that's weighing you down here's an opportunity to unburden yourself and ask god for help for wisdom for guidance for input let's do it The third section is action. So often we can kind of just let our days go on autopilot and just kind of f- like float away on us, just kind of disappear through our fingertips. So action is, it's an important part of this process where we actually intentionally think, what is it that we're going to do today? What's the most important thing that we need to prioritize? Father, what is it that you would have for me today? Forget my autopilot, forget what's in my calendar. Jesus, what is it that you would have me to do today. And finally, a bit of a wildcard section we like to call yearn. What is it that our hearts are yearning for today? What do we need to hear from God? It could be an answer to a big question. It could be as simple as him telling us that he loves us or that he's proud of us or that actually we're on track or actually we need to divert our course a little bit because we're kind of going 
off the path a bit. Here's an opportunity just for us to say, Father, here we are. Speak to us. Speak clearly because we're here. We're making this time and we're listening. Oh, Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for this Devo. Thank you so much for this opportunity we have just to literally check in with you and see what you would have for us today. I pray for action in our lives. I pray that these times of devotion will lead to action. I pray they will lead to amazing things happening because we don't just stand still. We don't just pay lip service to you, but that we actually go out and do something about it. So Lord, I just pray for this podcast. I pray that it does promote people to action. Lord, I pray that you help me to continue to be faithful with it and continue to shape it in a way that honors you and a way that touches and impacts people's lives. So I just pray for every single person listening. Jesus, be with them today. Give them courage to make the steps they need to make. And I just thank you so much for them and for them taking the time to listen. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, Thank you very much for tuning in. Sorry about the bad quality, uh, audio quality today. I'm on the go, so I'm recording from a wee portable mic instead of my usual setup. And I'm really excited to touch base with you on Monday. Today's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And uh, we are going to be talking all about the last step of P-R-A-Y. We're going to be talking about yearn. What does it mean to yearn? What does it mean to hunger and thirst after God? And what does it look like whenever he actually meets that hunger? All right, have a great weekend. Be blessed. Have a fantastic time. And I can't wait to touch base with you next week. I've been having a good hard think about the future of the podcast. And I think I've come to terms with some ideas and a good bit of direction about where we're going to go. All right, thank you very much. See you later.